Okay, ladies, we're live. Is everybody talking into their mics? Let's just make sure. When you're speaking, I need you to speak into the mic. Thank you. I'm speaking into the mic. Mm. Oh, yes, I need you to keep that same energy. Boom, shakalaka, <laughs> boom. Ladies, ladies, welcome to another episode tonight. How is everyone doing? Bomb Doing great. How are you? <laughs> Fired. Oh, that's how I'm doing. I'm we light up. fire. We like the fire. Light it up. Light it up. There's fire under the bumps. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what the season is all about. So let's yes, get it, it Lisa. <laughs> all right, ladies. So this episode, we're going to be talking about how boys are treated different than girls. And we're going to react to the standards of that. What's happening, family? You're listening to the Unfiltered Lyman with BLT. Every week, we will reflect on our journey on trying to navigate between our parents' traditional culture versus American culture. Oh, gosh, boy. We are your hosts. Bertie, the Haitian sensation. Lisa, the Dominican diva. And of course, Terry, the tantalizing trini. Oh, yeah? No one is talking. So let's get unfiltered. So hold hold on to your bamsies. Let's get this <laughs> show popping over here. <laughs> 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 All right. So ladies, let's let's just get this um popping over here. So the reason why we're talking about this, because I feel like this is an age old uh-huh. topic. I feel like will I mean first question first at hand, will these standards ever be different? Will they ever change? No. Mm-hmm. No. 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 Okay. no. No. I mean yeah, I'm not no. agree with that. I, I would I would like to think that there is some change on the horizon, but I don't know, yo. I feel like every time we take one step forward, we take ten steps back. So I I feel like it has okay, so yes, I could see how it's changed because women, the women movement they call it. I don't want to say feminist, but I think like men are seeing women or being a little bit more boy would I what's the word I'm looking for? More maybe open and aware. You know what I mean of those standards because I think the I think the thing is it's like when you do something over and over sometimes you're not aware so I think the woman movement is kind of like challenging men to be aware that hey these things do actually exist if that makes sense you know what I mean mm-hmm. so yeah that's true I think also to the double standards right mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't think the double standards will ever get erased as much as we would like to as much as we are trying to work on them. I don't think they're ever going to erase because boys and men are always rewarded and praised for heterosexual sexual contacts, whereas girls and women are stigmatized as derogatory Mm -hmm. for any similar behavior. Right. So how do we change that? Like and especially the West Indian culture. Mm. versus american culture Mm. yeah that's even i feel like not trying to be funny i I feel like being in america i feel that there's hope maybe a little bit more hope than in the caribbean culture it's like old school ways look at here now that's right there i feel like there's more hope for the standard in america to at least open up and have the conversation old Mm -hmm. school ways and i don't know about that one 
Here's the thing. This is this is my thought process. I see it as like you did say, I'm gonna expound on every time we take a step forward. So one minute is we're by the door. Okay. Then they let us in. Then we get into the boardroom, Mm -hmm. but mind you, we're in there and then they don't want us to say anything. So every, it's a step. Every time it is a step, Mm -hmm. we're getting closer, but every time it is a step, they put in another, they put in another block or another hurdle. That's the word. Another hurdle for Mm -hmm. us to go over. Okay. So y'all in. You wanted a seat at the table? Okay, so you got to see the table. All right, but they don't want you to talk. So now we have to have our voice. Okay, so the next thing is that, yeah, we have a voice and we need to be heard. So every step, we have to keep pushing it. We have to be joined together as women. And this is not a color thing. This is a female thing across the board. Because, and, and you know something, let me, mm-hmm. let me sidebar. It's a female thing across the board for us to move. However, we, from being Caribbean, we, we have to do a little bit more because of our color, mm-hmm. because of where we come from. So we have to be extra with it. So even though we in the line, we still got to do extra to keep up to make sure that we don't get left behind. So this is a process. It's Mm -hmm. like a never ending process. We can't slip. We got to keep our head on a swivel Mm -hmm. all day, all night. It's tiring as hell, but you know something we have to keep it and we have to keep on doing (laughs) it because if not, that's the opportunity for them to basically push us back to the back of the line and fuck that. We ain't getting to the back of the line. I know I ain't. more to do because double standard so i understand double standard but do you feel also that there are things not trying to be funny that they'll also like anything you could do i could do better right Mm -hmm. or at least saying that we could do or want to do everything a man can do when we're talking about double standard because the thing is in conversation that i have with both sides is looking at it from this point of view if we are women are saying that yo there's a double standard there's this 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 right we want we want all these equal rights that men have and all these you know opportunities or whatever whatever does that pertain to everything or does that pertain to the things that we feel we should go into vice versa does that make sense well, what do you mean? Example of something in particular? When you okay, say so everything. let's let's talk about like relationship, right? Normally, we women expect certain things, standards from a man, mm-hmm. right? You want mm-hmm. him to provide, you want him to do certain things, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. the thing is, men don't expect that standard from us. So if we're right. saying double standard, then are we saying that okay, when we go into a relationship, we are as equal? Like we should they have also those standards on their end? When we look at how you understand what I'm saying, like, so that's it should be some level of standards. But but do we want the same or we want different because we have different roles? Do we like you understand what I mean? Like if he if he's not if he's not, let's say you go into a relationship with a man. Right. And if he's not a protector Mm -hmm. and you're a protector, is that a double stand that you expect him to be a a protector? Then should you be a protector as well? 
if he's not a provider or if he, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If he's a protector, I'm going to protect and make sure uh, the money is spent correctly. I'm going to protect the bag. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, I think she's talking about physically protection. Yes, I think she's talking. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, my bad. Or the head. Let's yeah, say, like we, the man is supposed to be the head of the household, right? <laughs> or you yes. wanting to be the head of the household, the head of the household. Here we go. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Here we go. I know it always comes back to, it, but you understand what I'm saying? Like when we're talking about standards, I, I I'm saying in every aspect of standards, is it really gonna be? Are we willing to also think like, okay, there's double standards, but are we willing to say, you have these standards and I want all these standards that you have? Is that what we're saying? That's a good question. That's a very good question. I think that I think that in society, society to me has set it up in certain ways that, yes, that the women are subservient in certain areas. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. I think we as as women have to decide exactly what exactly is it that we want or what exactly are mm-hmm. we do? because if we say just like okay, just like I just said, I know I want to see at the table, but does that mean that see that the table is at the table in the house? where he's supposed to be the the head of the household or is it in the board? So we have to be a little bit more specific because one minute, and I think that's where they're getting confused. And I think that's why a lot of times Mm -hmm. they try to keep us at bay because they're saying you need to know your place, stay in your lane. Okay. So if they're saying Mm -hmm. that you need to stay in your lane, then we as women have to be, if we're going to step up, you have to be sure and clear about where and why you're stepping up in what area. So. And what the standards are. Exactly. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. that, I think that right there is, is that right there could be, if you're not clear about it, it could be misconstrued because they'll tell you, they'll throw in your face. Oh, well, you, you big, bad, you, you big and bad here. Oh, you can't be big and bad there. You big and bad. You know, your mouth is big at the boardroom. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you, you can't be big and bad at home. Sometimes we have to know, we as women have to know, wait a minute, Lisa, we mm-hmm. have to know when to fall back because <laughs> if we are always stepping up and want to be big and bad in everything across the board, then the man is going to be like, fuck you need me for in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is true. We had this conversation before. Yes. I think there's a place, a time and place right. for everything. Me personally, I am a huge advocate. Like, yeah, I want a seat at the table at mm-hmm. work, at mm-hmm. the boardroom. Okay. I'm going to be big and bad and flex at work at the boardroom. But when I come home, I don't want to be in the house flexing. That's not what right. I want to do. I'm trying to come home and chill. Correct. I agree. And you're the protector of the household and you should be <laughs> the head of the household. And so that goes down. back to and double I'm gonna standard. Put my feet up. Double standard. Why? That's exactly what I'm saying. What if the man is like, well, damn, I don't want that. Maybe I want to just chill. That's what I'm saying. So we are deciding that we want these things, right? But they can't turn it off because we our men go out there and they're leaders in every. So what we're saying is we women have a choice to pick and choose. So when I go out in the world, 
and I choose this or whatever, but he can't. So he sits at the table and he has to be the man. You understand know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he can't turn mm-hmm. it off. But we're saying that mm-hmm. we have a choice. So is there a double standard? Because, and I'm not, I'm just making the conversation because oh, we also have is. to understand, like, you're saying we have a choice because we have a choice to say, yo, I want to be big, bad, outside the boardroom and, you know, whatever. But he can't say that. Think about it. Your man can't say that. That's true. B is 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 correct. You can't go uh, to the boardroom and be the lion and you roaring, and then when you come home, you so it's. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, that you know something to to it. it yeah, it is a double standard. I would say so because, like she said, the men cannot turn it off. They always have to be on top all the time, literally. However, when we flip it now, <laughs> if you like it that exactly. way, <laughs> when we flip it now, they they're coming at us. <laughs> when we flip it, they say to us, "Okay, so which which one is it?" I mean, so it does yep. it does get confusing. It really, really does. But wait a minute. Here's the thing, no B. The only reason that we are doing this is because we were forced to be put in certain positions. And I would have to say, and I think it's safe to say, when we got into those positions, we liked it. You know something? We liked that power. Mm -hmm. We liked how it felt. So we didn't want to stop and turn it off. But in the beginning, it wasn't that. But we were forced to be put in those positions. Okay, when the men had to go away or when the men were killed or when the, you know, Mm -hmm. so we were forced to be put in those positions. So what do you expect? So now the the men come back now and they're like, okay, well, thank you for, you know, you was the placeholder. Okay, I need to move to the back. And and we're like, whoa, no, I don't think so i've been running shit here and holding it down so that's i think that's where the the it gets muddled the, yeah the conversation mm-hmm. and i understand that but at the same time it's so you from what i'm understanding you're saying is we were put in this position and we liked it mm-hmm. we liked the power mm-hmm. right so as women again it goes back to Okay, we have we've talked about this. Men and women, we have different roles, right? Uh-huh. So if you're a unit with your family, right? Your man is going out there to provide and protect. Uh-huh. So he left to provide and protect, right? Uh-huh. He comes back, and even though we like the power, but he didn't. How would I say he didn't give up, right? He didn't give up. He's so are we fighting him now for that power? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, so is it on us more than them? So we're so in a way, the the in a way, are we fighting ourselves against them mm. for the standard? Because he didn't give up his role to just be out there. He's providing and protecting for us. So the power wasn't like mm. he you understand what I'm saying? So he's not putting you in that that place for just no reason unless but but he went out there to be able to provide. So it's not his fault that he's coming back. Like now we like the power. That's fine. But what do we do with that? What do we do with, you know what I'm saying? Like, do we redefine our role and say, yo, I've been running shit and you just coming back. So we're going to have to 50, 50, this power thing. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, if I understand correctly also too, there's another perspective to look at this, right? When, when I made the statement about that, you come home, 
I don't want to be in that role mm-hmm. at home. But it's, it's, I think it's on a different level because even though he's head of household, mm-hmm. this is an early conversation we have that us women still control the net. Mm-hmm. So therefore, yeah, he may be head of household on somebody outside looking in, mm-hmm. but in the house, mm-hmm. us women... We're still running the household, okay? Mm-hmm. We're taking care of whatever needs to get done in the house. We're taking care of the kids. We're taking care of whatever financial. Yeah, he might be bringing the money in, but we might be taking financial decisions. We're making like, are we moving here? Are we saving this much? What financial investments we should make? What should we do that's best for the unit? A lot of times the woman is... The head of household. Don't they make the statement, happy wife, happy life? That's correct. They do. But that statement is funny because I've heard something about that statement. But go ahead. (laughs) So it's all perspective Mm -hmm. how you look at things, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I may be at work. I'm at the table. I am over here like, yo, I'm running shit and blah, blah, blah. I'm the boss and all of that stuff. When I come home, I may be running home, but I'm not taking the same temperament does that make sense mm-hmm. so saying that okay i don't want that role i want to come home and be submissive am i really being submissive i'm not really being submissive because and at the end of the day everyone in the household was still going to the woman to be like yo what should we do what should be done mm-hmm. right she's still taking care of the household it's just in a different capacity and it might not be as aggressive as in the ballroom i mean you're not you know what i'm saying does mm-hmm. that make sense yeah it's different so, it's a different perspective yeah it's a different perspective so we still running we got the power running the house we might be running in the boardroom the temperament might be different it's going to be different Right. Yeah. Do you think that men, though, when they come home, their temperament is different from what from when they leave the border? Of course it is. Of course it is. Okay. Because they they also too they they're going at work. Their their emotions are put to the side. You know, what I'm saying they're making decisions, but when they come home, they want to feel emotionally vulnerable. Mm. Okay. They have to be emotionally available for their significant other. They get do, to show more of their emotions when they're home. Do we allow that, though, you feel, as a standard for women? Do we allow them to be able to Maybe do that? not. Maybe not, because then the old school thinking is that mm. men aren't supposed to cry. Men aren't supposed to show their feelings. They're not supposed to whatever. I think the standards today are getting better with us women sitting back and being like, it's okay. We want our men to show emotions. We want them to be emotionally... <laughs> No, 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 what, no, what, you're not, no, 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 I'm listening to you when you're talking about emotionally, that's why I'm like, where is she going, I'm like, where is she going with this, so, wait a minute, Lisa, rewind and come again, because this here is getting hot, I'm sorry. I should have. I should have did the disclaimer. Is it American household? Or Thank Western you. Household? That's why. That's why I'm like, which, which household? Uh, that is. Okay. Yeah. No. Terry's thinking American. I'm thinking. Okay. Sorry. Let me Thank clarify. You. In the American mm-hmm. household, people are more susceptible to start accepting men's being more emotional, mm. being more emotionally available for their men, and allowing their men to be emotionally available to them. Mm-hmm. Whatever. 
just showing their emotions and you know their feelings and everything. Now in the West Indian culture, that's not that's not going down. Emotions, what is that? Feelings? Even with our that? generation, you think? Of our generation, have we changed that? Do you think? I yes. don't think it's as far gone as American. I think it's changing, but I don't think it's that. You think so, Terry? It is. You think there's been change? It's, it's that not, far along? It's not that far, but there has been a little. Yes, it has been a, a, a little change. It's not. I think it's not as prevalent. It's not as prevalent as the Americans, but there is some. There is mm-hmm. some change. Yeah. Yeah. There's some progress and there's some change, but it's still it, way behind, it, I think, compared to the American culture. The American culture is way yeah. more ahead of us. Oh, definitely. But we slowly trickling yeah. behind. We're taking a couple of steps. That's why I said, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there is some. We chip in. We chip there in. There you go. We chip in. <laughs> we chip in. That's she right. Mm-hmm. She is right because it's yeah. going to be carnival. So let me ask yeah. you this because I think there's one standard for me in the Caribbean that I think, well, I feel like this standard across the board between men and women, boys and girls, is the dating thing, right? Huh. So, oh, yeah. And it's very, like, I feel like that's where sometimes our sexualities and dating, that's where standards kind of like become mm-hmm. prejudice. For mm-hmm. me, I can only speak for me because of the fact, like, example, in the Haitian culture, girls, like, if you came in age and stuff like that, you weren't allowed to date. You weren't allowed to date multiple people to find out what you like. They expected you to, like, yo, be with one. You meet somebody, you ain't sleeping around, you ain't dating a bump, and that's your husband, right? They didn't give you the opportunity to grow in to find out what you like, unlike... You know what I'm saying? And even I feel sometime in the American culture, it's the same thing. They don't like women. It's like men can sleep around and there's no issue. They ain't calling, they ain't being called a bitch. They ain't calling a hoe. They ain't being called a slut. They ain't being called nothing. You sleep with one, two people and all of a sudden you this whole thing. So for me, that's standard. But at the same time, I want to also look at it on the other side because that standard to me is I'm 50-50 because of the fact that I also feel as women maybe are because you know your virginity and all this stuff they look at it as more precious than a male you like you you know what I'm saying like they feel like you are losing and I know a lot of the African West like that even in all cultures they just look at that like women and for me I feel like that's where the standard they look at that standard like your value and your virginity and your you know womanhood yeah yeah yeah, it starts. Yeah, it definitely starts from there. The masculinity side of a man and their dads—they're overprotected over their girls. Mm-hmm. They don't want these dirty little boys out here touching their babies. <laughs> so that's where it starts. Yeah, let's just keep it real. That's where it starts. You know, they know they know the dirt that they have done. Mm-hmm. They know the thoughts in their minds mm-hmm. that they have. They know that they're driven by alternative heads. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they have little girls. They want to protect them. They want to protect them. So that's where it starts. That's where the double standard, that's just where it all begins, right? Mm-hmm. That's that bullshit. But do you think that it's okay for us, like, if you no, had a, if you had two kids, right? You had a boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. And let's okay. just be really honest, because I had this conversation with the father of my child. Like, if you had a boy and a girl, right? Same age, whatever, growing up. And your daughter comes up to you and say, I had 20 sexual partners. And let's say she's 18, <laughs> 20, between two years, right? I'm just, I'm just using this as an example and I'm going extreme and your male son says the same thing. 
how would you literally in your head think about it react to that like or are you gonna say okay well he's a boy it's okay you know he's a or are you gonna look at it the same and say yo that's effed up that's too many like be honest no they're gonna t- they're gonna give their boys a pat on the back no i'm saying for you boys... i'm saying for you i'm saying these oh, are me? your yeah for you oh my kids yes yes first of all i would have to maintain only based on what i know now i'd have to maintain the same energy it's not right for the both of y'all okay okay good answer both of y'all no both of y'all no, because then I have to, at that point, talk about self-worth, mm-hmm. self-respect. Mm-hmm. Can you look at yourself in the mirror? Them bodies you can't take back. Mm-hmm. I like that. For me personally, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't take them bodies back. Okay. What about you, Terry? <sighs> I would have to ask. <laughs> I would have to say to the girl, mm. Is that the reason why my door, people just be knocking down the door for you? I don't know. I was like, your, your, your cat must be on fleek. And that's what I would say. Your big cat. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. That's, that's what you yeah, said. I'm just joking. Okay, I was like, hey, what the hell? I feel like she would. I feel like you would say that, Terry. Terry going to pick up her daughter. That's great. No, seriously. Oh no, no, no. I agree with what Lisa said. Both of them. Um, I think that uh, when you have multiple uh, sex partners. That's, that's a lot on, I know for women, it's a lot on the emotions for men. And you know something, believe it or not, on some level, it's a lot on their emotions too. You know, they don't show Mm -hmm. it exactly. Mm -hmm. So it doing that to me, um, it's a little bit irresponsible because you have to really understand what it is and why you're doing it. You know, it's just, it's just like, it, it, mm. it would be, it would be mm-hmm. equivalent. It would be like somebody just eating just to be eating. Every time you, you, you sit down, you're eating food, you're eating mm. food, you're eating food. Why are you doing that? There's a reason why you're just constantly eating all the time, all the time. So why you have all these multiple partners, whether it's my daughter or whether it's my son, you know? So it's, it's a responsibility issue. It really is a responsibility for self and what you're pulling into your mm-hmm. energy and to, into your body and into, you know, your, your circle. So that I think that's the way I would have to come at it. So yeah, Lisa, I'm, I'm piggybacking off of what you said. I, I, I totally agree with what mm-hmm. you said. I totally agree with both of you because I know when I had my son and talking to his father, that was one of our conversation because I was like, if it was up to me, the same thing you would say to your daughter is to keep themselves until they actually meet. And then it's funny because in my mind, the standard I already knew when I was like, but I know that's not going to happen because you're going to expect your little girl to, you know what I'm saying? If we had a girl like to keep for her, to keep her virginity into, you know, she's marrying all this stuff. But then his reaction was like, well, he's a boy and I was like I mean you know and I'm thinking but my thing is if we expect girls again another standard expect girls to stay virgins until they meet the right person or marriage then why is it not okay for boys to do the same thing Uh to teach our sons that you understand Uh what I'm saying and I know that's one of those standards that's not that one for me is never going to change I don't feel like that's a standard for me when it comes to dating when it comes to that 
I feel like when it comes to sexuality and how women are viewed versus mm-hmm. boy and, and men are viewed and all that, that particular standard, I don't think it's going to change. But I think some standard or eventually, like you said, in the American culture is slowly thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. further ahead mm-hmm. um but mm-hmm. there's just some standards i don't think caribbean america is not gonna so change so let me ask you so i have another question just so okay Sorry. so real quick where do you think that that mentality stem from because that's that's the dark of age right but that because men hear me war well because that isn't that's not an american thing that's not a caribbean thing that is that's a that's a mm-hmm. across the board thing right or wrong see mm-hmm. i have to disagree let me take it back okay I have to disagree. I think it's a Western, not a Western. I think it's a, and I don't want to call it, because I don't want to seem like I'm always picking on black, white race thing. Mm-hmm. But actually, if you do your history of black history, African history and all this stuff, they had queens and the way they viewed women and dealt with women is different to what Caucasian folks dealt with women as very, you understand what I'm saying? So actually that did not stem from, because if you go into some African um, tribes and culture, they value and see women way differently. They've had um, female president. They've had, um, they look at their women very differently than maybe our counterparts uh, on the other side. So, um, I think it came from I don't know I but I, I don't it's think from Middle Eastern too you know yeah yeah so I just don't um, I don't know to what to wow. tell you that it came from but it's not a it's not passed down from um, always or things like that so because that's not how true. when did it turn the corner that's a great question mm-hmm. I don't know that's, don't that's know. a question out there D Lyman crew if anybody has an inkling or knows when did do you think that this that we turned the corner and things just totally you know went left because if we were viewed in and seen in different ways and the standard was different and then when we turn the corner now it's something Something is a whole different bacchanal going on. Then, um, are we getting watered down as we go? So each time that we turn the corner, is it getting more watered down? That's a that's a very great question. That's a great question. Uh, yeah. So the last question that I had for you, ladies, part of this double standards on how. Um, male and females are treated differently, men and women or boys and girls are treated differently. Do you think that guys are jealous of girls based on the, some of the items or things they can yes. do just as well, or if not better than yes, men? I, yes, I do. I say when I think, I think women were more jealous than they are. I feel, I don't, I feel. <laughs> said, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Rewind. Hold on. Rewind and come again. So you think women are more jealous of men? Yes. We talk about the standard. I feel like we... no. <laughs> okay, Terry said no. Go ahead. I'll let you answer. That's what. That's what unfiltered. We have a different perspective. I think that we are. Yeah, more, that's fine. Um, and maybe it goes back to when you read the Bible and all this other stuff, and um, because the reason I say we may be more jealous is because I think not always. Sometimes we haven't. We haven't, like you said, understood our role. Right? We haven't understood that for men to function, we're the neck. Right? We haven't really um, understood that we don't have to fight to be the head. 
You understand what I'm saying? We don't have to fight the power to be the head if we understand that we control the neck. You understand what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times as women or when you look at feminine movement and all these other stuff, we want to control it all and understand like we don't have to do that. So for me, I feel like that's why sometimes I feel like we're more jealous because like you said, when we when we sit there and we have the power and all this stuff, we want to stay in power and not understanding like sometimes our power doesn't have to be to fight against him for that power. It's just understanding that we have a different, like you said, Lisa, a different power and we just need to align ourselves with our power and not trying to align ourselves with the power that he has because it's two different powers. And I feel like sometimes that's where I feel it could be a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, great. That's why I say that. (laughs) Okay. Terry, your perspective? My perspective is... (laughs) Terry just looks like... Terry looks like she's... Okay, so I feel like sometimes men, when they look at us, they look at us like, damn, y'all have, like, the best of both worlds because you can get... You're getting... You're getting... Okay, same scenario. You go to the boardroom. You want to be heard. You're being heard. They're respecting you. And then you come home and then you get to be submissive. And then you get somebody to take care of you. So it's the best of both worlds. Whereas a man now, he can't do that. He always has to be, he always has to keep, it's like... It's like he always has to keep his head on a swivel all the time. He can't be slipping. Like when we just said, he can't show feel. He can't show that, you know, that he has, that he's softening up, you know, for lack of a better word. He can't show, you know, any weakness. Everything always that he always has to be strong. And when you have to do that all the time, it's tiring as hell. So we get to turn on the switch. We can walk out the door, flip the switch on, and we the bad bitch. And when we come back, flip the switch off, and we... So I think... (laughs) I think that sometimes they look at us and be like, you know, you could go out and you could turn it on and turn it off. But no, for me, I always have to be, you know, always with my head, your head on a swivel all the time. So... That's just my take on it. How about you, Lisa? I personally feel that, so I asked the question, I feel that there are men that are jealous of us women. They are jealous if they can see that we can do the same things that they can do. And on top of that, we create humans. Ooh, good point. Good Mm, point. That's good. Mic drop. Score. (laughs) <laughs> score you think that they're jealous because of that no i'm just asking you really think that yes. they are okay. I, I think so yeah i think so i think and the reason why i say that i think they're not so much jealous that we make babies i don't really think half of them majority of them are really interested in that mm-hmm. i think that it's the things that they see that we can do that they can do mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? Anything that we see that they can do and we come out here and we can do it, mm-hmm. that part of it, they feel jealous in the sense that, okay, I don't need you. Mm. Okay. I don't need you. Right. Mm-hmm. So if they can go and build a house with their bare hands and you have women out here building a house with their bare hands, mm-hmm. I don't need, they probably, they feel, what do I need you for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You know what I'm okay. saying? And then on top of it, I need you to just drop the seed off and I'm making humans? Come on, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to drop the they seed off. <laughs> yeah, they feel in some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's, yeah, that's just, you know, that's my personal opinion on that. I am so glad we had this conversation tonight. Our tips tips for our conversation today for our fellow D-Liming crew. So my tip is women, (laughs) girls um, need to understand their value and worth is not to compete with men or boys. Mm. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. That competition thing, that is huge. We are in it together, people. We are in it together. Correct. It doesn't have to be a competition at all. Okay, Lisa, yeah. what is your tip? My tip is don't come for women <laughs> unless you're ready for a battle. Bomba! <laughs> <laughs> me like that. Yeah. That is my tip. Yeah. Terry, and what is your my tip? tip is there are really levels to this. That's my tip. Mm-hmm. There are really levels to this. Yes, true. Is. That is true. Yeah. Well, I think our fans, the Lyman crew listening, let us know if there are standards that you feel is the or double standards. Are they gonna change? Which one do you feel have mm-hmm. changed, have not changed? All the goods, bad, American, Caribbean. And like Terry said, let us know when we turn the tide to, you know, when women were, you know, viewed differently and do you feel like it's still the same or not the same, even when it comes to dating. If you had a boy and a girl, would you be okay with both of them sleeping with the same amount of people? Mm-hmm. Yep. 20, 20 exactly. to be exact. That's 20. Okay. Yes. 20. And please, if you have a tip, and you have a tip, leave the tip. Leave the tip. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you for hanging out with us with another episode. Ladies, have a wonderful evening. And Terry? Yes, and we are out. All right, people. The Bacchanal Queens, we are ready to lingy. But before we lingy, we would like to thank you for joining us this week on Unfiltered Lyman with BLT. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and join our Facebook page. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh, exciting content. See you next Thursday. Same time, same station. Unfiltered Lyman with BLT is edited and produced by Unfiltered Lyman with BLT.